If you're gonna build bricks of doubt, you're not gonna achieve, you're not gonna cross the finish line. And I think that the Achilles heel of a lot of our relationships that we have, uh, especially with the Lord, but even with other people, is that we put us put ourselves in a position that either that person or God doesn't see us in, but we've got a skewed perspective and perception. Hey everyone, welcome to Summit Up, brought to you by the Summit Dover. If religion's giving you more questions than answers, you're in the right place. So sit back and open your minds with us. I'm Josh Hall. I'm here with Skylar Holman and the man with the answers himself, Pastor Rob Coburn. Awesome. It is so good to be here again to talk about our perspective. At the last episode, we talked about our lenses and how the distortion of our lenses of our heart can actually affect how we function in life. And, uh, and so I wanted to take you, we mentioned a story and I'm not sure how many of you went back and actually read the account. Um, but we talked about a story in the scripture where the spies were sent out into the land and, uh, and that the 10, 10 had a bad perspective and two had a good perspective. And so in this episode with the three of us, I just want to get into a conversation about the perspective and, and what that really means in our daily life. We're going to bring this story. We're going to talk about the story a little bit, and then I want to break it down into our personal life and achieving what God has told us we should possess in our lives and what the word tells us. But uh, to start off, let's talk about real quickly, companies spend billions of dollars every year to gain perspective. They bring in consultants from around the world. They, they bring people that know different industries. They ask the questions. They do that. They spend all that money and it generates for them a new source of revenue. Maybe sometimes, sometimes it helps them save where they may be losing revenue. And I know a lot of different companies through this COVID uh, time have spent money to try to adjust their model in this time of, of actually losing uh, some revenue, maybe losing clients, all those things. So they're paying to get perspective. And I just have a question. How much do we pay to not get perspective? Because we're not out there getting, uh, most people are not out there getting coaching on how to do their life. I mean, it'd be good if they were, I do, but I'm just saying most people aren't, but how much is that costing them because they're not getting perspective? You want to take this, Skyler? Well, I think that obviously when you're answering, asking a question like this, you would think, oh, okay, well, I'm not spending any money, so how can I be losing? But like, it's not about what you're losing and what you have already. It's what you're not, you're missing out on. It's what you, the opportunities and the advancement that you could get that you don't now have that opportunity to get because you are not willing to open your mind and open yourself up to seeking out different perspectives on things and therefore you're in your little tiny bubble of what you see and what you've been in and so how can you expand and grow yeah and you know we were talking about you're talking about perspective and and these companies and people and if if you have the perspective that your your job you know is your source and we've talked about this at church before and, and not have the perspective that God is actually your source, you know, that's a completely different outcome for you based on how you're perceiving that. 
Um, so yeah, so I, and we're going to dive more into that. I don't want to, no, no, I don't go too far here. I, I I think that I just want to put out there that if you're not paying to get perspective, if you're not learning from someone else's mistakes, and I'm not saying paying a coaching fee, although it may be worth it. Um, I'm saying if you're not having conversations with people that have been where you want to go and you're not paying, uh, and I would suggest that if you're going to take someone out who has been where you want to go pay, it's always a good deal, but, uh, buy their food, you know, invest in them because they're giving you wisdom that costs them a lot more than what you're paying for their food. But, um, but if we're not doing that, how much we're missing, uh, from gaining other people's perspective, the, the word tells us that when you receive a profit, then if you value that, then you receive the profit's reward. And when you support a profit, that's what you get. And I think that that is a perspective of the profit as well as the gift and the anointing of the profit, but also the perspective. And so the church, uh, has done a great job in some cases of receiving the profit and then receiving the profit's reward because we bless that profit or evangelist, whatever fivefold minister. But do we do that in our daily life is my question and challenge to you at the beginning of this episode. Are we investing in that? Yeah, I saw a quote today and I apologize. I cannot remember who, who wrote this, um, but it said, if you invest in your happiness and your success, you will neither be happy nor successful. If you invest in somebody else's happiness and success, you will in turn have happiness and success. So I think especially in this time of COVID where everybody's been quarantined and shut down and, you know, just separated from their loved ones or friends and even strangers. I mean, how many times do we have encounters with complete strangers at the store or at a baseball game or wherever that we're like, wow, that guy was really cool. That lady was so nice. You know what I mean? We're missing those interactions. Humans are meant to be with other humans. We're, we're meant to form bonds and relationships with each other. So when we are investing in each other, so like you said, you know, find people that make you better and you can make them better, invest in them, build relationships. And I mean, that's, that's just huge. I mean, it's been said before that if you feel like you're the smartest person in the room, you're probably in the wrong room. <laughs> and I believe that whole, yeah. that's why I'm sitting here with you guys. <laughs> I, you know, but, but I think let's look at the other side of perspective. I just had, I just had lunch with somebody who was looking to gain perspective from me and, you know, they bought my food, which is great and all that. Like I just said, do that. But I was so energized that somebody wanted to save time. Somebody wanted to not make the mistakes I've made. I was so just stoked with that. Um, so it blesses both ways when you invest in other people. Um, and uh, so that's great. So let's jump into, we're going to go back to the story of the spies. Ten were bad, two were good. Um, and uh, Joshua and Caleb had the right, the right perspective. But the interesting thing, I want to go to Deuteronomy 1, verses 20 to 25. And um, I want to read this actually in the scripture today, a lot of times we don't dig into the scripture, but I want to read it. Um, Here it is in verse 19. So we departed from Horeb and went through all the great and terrible wilderness, which you saw on the way of the mountains of the Amorites, as the Lord, our God had commanded us. Then we came to Kadesh Barnea. Here's where it starts to shift. And I said, this is the account of it. Um, And I said to you, You have come to the mountains of the Amorites, which the Lord our God is giving us. 
Look, the Lord, the Lord your God has set the land before you. Go up and possess it as the Lord God your Father has spoken to you. Do not fear and do not be discouraged. And every, and every one of you came near to me and said, Let us send men before us and let them search out the land for us and bring back word to us of the way by which we should go up and of the cities to which shall come. The plan pleased me well. So this is Moses talking. The plan pleased me well. So I took 12, one, 12 of your men, one from each tribe, and they departed and went into the land. So Moses is giving this, right? He's giving the, the account of what happened, um, that they would spy out the valley. And so they did. They spied it out. Verse 25, they also took some of the fruit of the land of their hands and brought it down to us. And they brought back word to us saying, it is good land, which the Lord God is giving us. So he's saying, this is what really happened. This is what you came to me. I said, let's go possess what God is giving us that he's already anointed us to have. He's doing that. You as Israel, you came to me as your leader and said, no, we don't want to go possess it. We want to send spies to see if it's really good. And so I'm glad that we started the conversation off about perspective and, and investing in it because here Moses is, is giving the, the recount of what happened. He said, the Lord is giving it to us. Let's go possess it. And the people wanted the spies. The spies were not of God commanding them to send spies into the land. It was the people's requirement. My question for you today is, is, do you or have you, and my answer is yes to this, but have you sent spies into the land of something that God has already told you to go possess? Yeah. I've done it. I've got spies in that land right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, God will, would God, let's ask, the, let's ask the question this way. Would God send spies into the land of something that he already told you that you possessed for his own sake. No, he wouldn't do it for your sake because he already told you to do it. So he's not going to ask you to send spies in someplace that he's already given you to possess because that would question his word that you already possess it. So that brings into account, there's three kingdom keys today. The first one being your perception will determine your position. I want to clarify your perception of the issue will determine your position. If you perceive that God is not right or God's word is not true, then your position will always be in the negative against the promise. And I think that that plagues our society. It plagues our church in this hour that we wonder and we question what God has said not because we're innately against God, but somewhere deep down inside, our perception of God is putting us in a position to doubt him. Yeah. And that goes back to what we've talked about before about you, it's your perception of whether or not am I worthy, right? Am I worthy of what God has set before me? And if you're asking, am I worthy? Well, we've talked about it before. We're all sinners. So therefore, nobody's worthy anyway. Right. But he chooses he chooses us. Yeah. So yes, since he has chosen you, you are worthy. Right. Yeah. And I think this goes back to, I was, I was thinking about this the last couple of days, actually. I remember one of our earlier shows we were talking and I think you said something about God gets so much of the blame 
and not enough of the credit. And like we blame God for too many of the bad things that happen and we don't give him enough credit for some of the good things that happen in our life. And I think that like, we're definitely like, and I'm definitely guilty of it myself of sometimes I will take the letdowns and the failures of that people have um, let me down in ways and I'll place that on God and I'll put that perception on God of like, God, you let me down here when really it wasn't him. It was, it was someone else or maybe it was myself. Maybe I did something or I, um, I went about something the wrong way and then I blamed it on God when really it wasn't ever God's fault in the beginning. Right. So I think that's, I think that's something that like really plays into why, as you were saying, like deep down we have those, those wrong perception of is God like right and true in everything that he says and does. Yeah. And if, if our perception of that is wrong, according to the word or according to the, the belief of, of a good God, um, then we're always going to be in a position of loss. So the word tells us that we're the head, not the tail. But if our perspective of God and even of his word is a little skewed, we can resonate more with being the tail and not the head. And, uh, and so that puts us in a position of weakness and failure. And that is not what father God wants for any of us. He always wants our success. Nothing evil comes from him. And we need to value that so that we're in a position to succeed and not in a position to fail. Yep. This is the, like we said, this is the self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you, you see yourself losing in a situation, you're really putting yourself behind the eight ball for a chance to win. Yeah. It's, it's one well, in sports, Rob. I mean, you played sports. Yep. So what did coach always say? Go out and picture yourself making the shot, right? Yeah. You have to envision yourself. And I guess as a kid, you're always like, oh, that's kind of silly, but oh, it's how true. true. You, it's have true. To, you have to see it yeah. for it to come true. Yeah. And so just to give a plug for the podcast network, there was a <laughs> podcast I listened to on 99 mile per hour where it talked about Ohio state football and the locker room mm-hmm. and that there was never a conversation of not being in the state or in the national title game. There was never a conversation about not winning the division. There was never a, con- it was always about the positive and where we're going to be and we're going to win it all. And that puts a team and they did, but that puts a team in the framework and the mindset of success and the position to actually succeed. If you're going to build bricks of doubt, you're not going to achieve, you're not going to cross the finish line. And I think that the Achilles heel of a lot of our relationships that we have, uh, especially with the Lord, but even with other people is that we put us, put ourselves in a position that either that person or God doesn't see us in, but we've got a skewed perspective and perception. And so we've set ourselves up for failure and that's why there's 50% divorce rate in the country. And that's why, because our perception has put us in a position of losing. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, no, I was just going to say, I just, I keep saying, well, you say this all the time, but you do, you keep saying things that stick in my head all the time and going back to the Ohio state thing, right? So they have, they have an expectation of winning and most Saturdays they're walking away with a W so right. when you always say, expect God to move, just watch him move, right? Right, yeah. Expect it. And do what he says when he says it. Yeah. And if he says, go possess the land, don't go to your leader and say, we'd rather send spies. Just to we make don't sure. Yeah, yeah. Just, to, just to verify. <laughs> and then they come back with all the best stuff, right? And, uh, and still don't 
don't possess land. Anyway, kingdom key. The first kingdom key was your perception will determine your position. Second kingdom key, your position will determine your perspective. And, uh, and so if you are, if you are setting yourself up in a losing position, your perspective can only be loss. It can't be winning. Okay. So if you, if you perceive that you're going to lose, then your position is that of loss. And then your perspective is I'm a loser. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Pretty clear. So how does a loser actually overcome all that without changing perspective and position? You can't. Mm -hmm. And so that's why this is a ladder. This is a ladder that we go up and down and, uh, and make sure that it always starts with our perception. Now, last episode, we talked about our lens, the lens of our heart is the beginning of our perception. Because if we view the word, if we view uh, other people with a negative outlook because we've been hurt, we're, we're automatically starting the trail to losing. And, uh, and that's definitely not what God wants. Right. And I know we brought this up before in later, uh, earlier episode of, you know, hurt people, hurt people. And so when you're hurt and all you can see and think about is that hurt and you have that bitterness and that anger and resentment in your heart, you project that on other people. And so that's why we see so many people out there that are hurt that are just trying to hurt others. And that's why it's so important for us to become free because free people, free people. Yeah. It's all about our perception and position. So, so what does a free position look like for you? Well, in somebody, not just you, but like someone who's free in their position, what does that look like? Um, I would say that someone who's free in their position is someone who, because we're all born in sin and because no one is perfect, I believe it's someone who's walked through that. Somebody who's brought, came out of that position of being down, being hurt, being broken, whatever it is, being in that position of failure and sought perception, sought a different perspective in order to get a different position. Yeah. Yeah. And so they've walked through understanding how they're wrong and have flipped the script and said, I don't want to believe that anymore. I am now changing my view and now I'm going to take a position of winning and being free from that addiction or whatever it is. And now, because I have a new position, my perspective on life changes. And I know that through some of the other, <laughs> through some of the other shows on the podcast network, um, we know about those, how to overcome addiction and those things. And it, it, it has to do with what the word is teaching us right now is that your perception determines your position, your position determines your perspective. And then the last one is your perspective will determine your passion. There are so many people in the world today that lack passion. I, I have just seen galore all over the place through COVID people that have lost passion, um, lost passion to live, lost passion to succeed, lost passion to even get out of bed in the morning. Um, just lost passion. Why? Because they have a wrong perspective on life. If your perspective is that I, every single day that I wake up, God has assigned me with divine appointments that if I am listening to him, those people will become free because I'll do what he says. And, and in, in every situation, he wants freedom for every person. And so whenever I walk into a divine appointment, every single person I talk to becomes free 
if they're willing to hear what God has to say and if I'm willing to listen. You know, I, I love uh, a statement that Bill Johnson says, and I'm probably going to butcher it, but he, he talks about times when people come to to healing conferences and things. And he's like, they came to meet you and all they met was me and we're both disappointed. You know, they came to meet God. All they met was me and they're disappointed because I wasn't in the right frame of mind or whatever. I missed it. And, uh, and so when our perspective is wrong, our, it will determine our level of passion. If our perspective is just off base a little bit, uh, we'll lose passion. So what in your life um, not that we're in a counseling session, but what in your life, guys, is is sucking your passion? Where do you have the wrong perspective? If you're open enough to share, um, what what is lacking passion? For me, um, I know that in the first few weeks of COVID, I was sort of spinning. I was sort of like, okay, how do you lead a group of people through something you've never been through before? All this stuff, all these questions, all this stuff, I became spinning and I lost passion for a blip on the screen being transparent with everybody, I lost passion because I didn't know what to do. My perspective was off. My passion, I would say I, my passion was lost before COVID uh, prior to this year. And once the podcasting and the media and the video work and everything started to happen, I started to realize my passion for helping people get their message to the people that need to hear it. Okay. And this thing has just absolutely exploded. And I've been connected with so many different people, helping them, you know, big brothers, big sisters, helping them get their 10 matches in July. And they, I just talked to them today and they said they exceeded it. So it worked. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Awesome. And that's, that's huge. That's, that's 10 plus kids in our community that now are matched with a positive role model, a mentor in their life. Um, you know, and it just, and that's that thing it goes back to that. When you help people, you know, there's your happiness, right? I mean, right. It, when nobody did anything for me to make me be happy, but I helped them and that's all it takes. Like, I'm just happy that it worked. So what was the perspective change that you had in that? What was your transition point from two years ago to, to this? What was the perspective change? The perspective change was that I'm not in control of everything that, that happens, that my success is not because of me. So- right. What what I have, my anything that's a success, anything positive, that's coming from God. I'm doing, I'm just, just because I did what God asked me to do. And when you start to have that perspective and you say, okay, God asked me to do this, now I'm going to do it. And then you see how that transpires and what comes out of that. You're like, okay, what, what else you got for me? Yeah. Now you're passionate. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now you're passionate about the yeah. pursuit of your destiny. And that's, uh, that's something, Skylar, anything? Yeah. I think that for me, um, not so much um of that uh that like flip the switch kind of thing, but like when I was struggling in the beginning of COVID and stuff, um, I think something that like really was sucking the passion out of me was the isolation. Um, I know that we've talked about that a little bit of like just not being around um friends and family, um, only being allowed to go to work and come home and go to work and come home and not even really being allowed to go to the, like the grocery store and stuff that much and stuff like that. It was, it was hard to work through that of being around, you know, almost nobody. Um, and that was, that was definitely tough to work through. And I think that as I think that I actually had to have a perspective change before things actually started opening up for me. 
Um, and that was just really, I think God allowed that time to be shown like Skyly, like there's some things I want to work through in you and I want you to see this. And that's why I've allowed you to go through this isolation. And because of that, I actually felt like a lot better and on the uptrack before things started opening back up. And so now I'm here today, like in a much better position because of that perspective change that I had that God was showing me during one of the lower times that I've had to experience. It's amazing. Amazing to hear that. I mean, and, and it's wild that in this season that we are seeing so many people going and learning so many things if they want to, if they want to have a different perspective, if I, I've I, the whole time through COVID, I, and we, t- we said this a million times here too, right? COVID it's either something that, you know, it's this terrible, bad thing, or you could look at it as like, okay, this is an opportunity to do something different, learn something different, try something different, connect with people in a different way, anything. So it's either an opportunity or it's a hindrance. Yep. It's perspective. Perspective. Yep. Perspective change. So I want everybody, unless you're driving your car, do it later, but I want everybody to write down on a piece of paper, perception and an arrow over to passion or position, and then position with an arrow over to perspective and then perspective with an arrow over to passion. And I want you to begin to run all the different things in your life, all the situations and all this, all the positives and negatives. I want you to run it through this filter and anywhere that there is a hiccup in your discussion on this, I want you to highlight it. And if maybe it's your position is wrong, maybe you're in a position of defeat in that area and you need to change that position, then go ahead and change your perception and it'll change your position. And those of you who are saying my perspective is all off in this season, then change your position and work your way back. We have uh, we have a, a logo, I guess you could say, and an image at the summit here in Dover where uh, we have the mountain and the summit and the top of the mountain is knowing God. And, and so the base of the mountain is, you know, base camp is reading your Bible every day, a daily life in the scriptures. And then, and then Holy spirit encounters and then healthy relationships and then influence in the world. All it goes all the way up to the top. But what I, what I always do with people is whenever I hear a struggle, maybe there's a relationship struggle or, you know, whatever, maybe they're, they're having an issue in their job. I always go to the mountain in my mind. I always go to the mountain and I always say, okay, if, if a relationship is a problem, then how are your Holy spirit encounters coming? Like how, how are you encountering God in, in a supernatural way? Oh, I'm not. Okay. Let's back up. How are you reading your Bible every day? What does that look like? And, and so it's the same way with this perception, position, position, perspective, perspective, passion. This is a grid that will help you process life. And a lot of times we go all the way back down to the mountain to base camp and like, Oh, you haven't read your Bible in three months. Probably why you've got a relationship problem. Uh, or, or, Maybe you're reading your Bible all the time, but you're not having any encounters with the Lord in a supernatural way. Well, we need to work on that. And how do we connect you with that? So this is a grid just like that is a grid for our discipleship at the summit. This is a grid just throwing it out there for everybody watching and listening that if you run this grid on the things in your life, you will highlight places where your your perspective is broken or where your passion is missing. And, and you'll be able to take that and say, I now have something I can take to the Lord and I now have something I can work on and, and ask the Lord to transform my mind in that area or transform my situation. And, and that's really what 
the word is all about. You know, we talk about taking off, putting on, taking off the old, putting on the new. How's that do that with the renewing of your mind? This grid today that we talked about is to help you renew your mind and all the situations that you're dealing with and help you to succeed in achieving your destiny. This is awesome. I mean, <laughs> this stuff, I, I, I wish I had it years ago, right? I mean, <laughs> but better late than never. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, Moses always went up to the mountain of the Lord. Jesus always went someplace away from people. It's time for the church to get away, get some perspective on life and come back with the answers. We have all the answers in a person. We have all the answers in a person. And when we go to him, we get the answers we need. We don't need to look at a media source or anything else, although I love it and I'm a part of it, but he's the answer. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, and this stuff that we've just like highlighted and drawn out is there's a lot of depth to it, but it's such a simple thing. It really is. Like, it's so easy to follow along step by step. Where are you at? It's so easy to find, you know, okay, here's where I'm at. Here's how I can go forward. Here's how I can take a look at where I'm at and I can make the decision to change something. So I can move forward and grow. It's simple because, I mean, God's simple. I mean, he's not complicated. We're the complicated ones. We complicate every situation. If it's a complicated situation, humans have complicated that. Yeah. He says that men, John 73, I think, that men may know him. Like, that's the, that's the, the goal. That men may know him. And I can guarantee if you go through this process in your life, you will get to know him because father will never leave you stranded in a process. He always wants your success. He always wants you to be in the best position possible and he never forgets you. He has an unstoppable, unconditional love for every single person and he gives us tools in his word and great. You can do word plays and all that. You know, you can talk to me about that. If that doesn't work for you, get in his presence and he'll transform who you are. Get in his presence. He may use this grid. He may use another grid. He may help you in whatever way. But if you're in his presence, it says in his presence is fullness of joy. If you're lacking in any of these areas, if you're confused about the world, if you're if you're worried and living in fear, get in his presence and you'll find fullness of joy. Awesome. Great message tonight. Skylar, Rob, anything else to add before we close out? All right. So everybody listen, just make sure if you want to check out, learn more about the summit, you know, check us, check us out on Facebook, the summit Dover. You can go to the summit Dover.com, download the summit Dover app, Uh, download another app that we're going to be talking about here. in uh, not too long from now, (laughs) it's going to be out there for everybody. So thank you for tuning in and uh, we will talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Summit Up. You can check us out at thesummitdover.com and you can email us at summitup at thesummitdover.org. Oh.